When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rochester Winter Para Fest is back March 25th, 26th, and 27th of 2022. Come say hi to Naked and Afraid celebrities Melanie Elizabeth and Trent Nielsen, Haunted Case Files Jack Kenna, Monster Quest Steve Coles, and more. This event has it all paranormal investigators, UFO researchers, Bigfoot researchers, and even photo opportunities for the kids with Buddy the Bigfoot. Oh, okay, adults too. Come on down and get a tattoo from Ink Master Tony DeVille. There are psychic gallery and individual readings, as well as radio personalities. Authors, jewelry, makeup artists, and so much more. It's only $15 per person, and children under 10 are free. March 25th, 26th, and 27th of 2022. For more information, go to WLFE-DB.com. Yes, Winter Parafest is back. Valley Oak Event Center, Geneseo, New York, next to Dennis. WLFE Digital Network is now on digital television. If you're into ghosts, Bigfoot, UFOs, and the creepy, then WLFE has a TV channel for you. Paranormal View. Watch all of your favorite WLFE video talk shows on one channel. Shows like Paratalk Radio, Step Into the Paranormal, Skeptical Help Bar, The Creepy Parlor, and more. Looking for something else? Do you support the LGBTQ plus community? WLFE has brought all of their LGBTQ shows like Inside the Drag Closet, Everything Yet Nothing, Across the Pond, and Rainbow Soul all into one place. A new TV channel called LGBTQ Friends. The third channel is a variety unlimited. Here you'll find a wide variety of talk shows you know and love. Like Just Cindy, Card Pulls and Coffee, Real Talk with Nam, The Bipolar DM, Meet the Author, and Movie Review 5. The best part of watching these shows is that they're all available to watch at one location, one website, WLFE.com. 
Life-DB.com. You are listening to WLFE-DBRadio.com, where our shows are your shows. Listen to the WLFE-DB podcast, available on Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Check out shows like Paratalk Radio, Inside the Drag Closet, and Step into the Paranormal. Now, on to your favorite podcast app. This is Dominic Santacero with Real Talk with Dom. You are listening to WLFE-DBRadio.com, where our shows are your shows. Hey guys and dolls, this is Casey DeVille, the better half of DeVille, Inc., Baltimore, Maryland. If you're ever in Baltimore, stop in and see me and Tony. Invisible Brie, 5920 Eastern Avenue, Baltimore, Maryland, 21224. Give us a call if you're in the area, 410-400-9641, or look us up on the web at DeVilleInc.com. DeVille, Inc., where we specialize in you. Oh, yeah. Small Hollow in North Carolina. There have been several Bigfoot sightings. Hunters may need to be on the lookout for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week. He hadn't been spotted recently, but according to these pictures, the legendary Mothman is back. The number of UFO sightings is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Now, she's not talking about people. She is talking about ghosts hanging around what some say is a real-life haunted house. You're listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on ParatalkRadio.com, a member of the WLFE digital broadcast family. Paratalk Radio is your one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. Join us every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central for discussions and guests on topics such as ghosts, hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and more. This broadcast is rated M for mature and is intended for listeners over 16. The topics, views, and opinions expressed on our show may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Paratalk Radio, our hosts, or our sponsors. Now, live from J-Wolf Production Studio in Ontario, New York, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. Nope, here's Ted. No, Cindy. Cindy's in the background there. She'll be with us in just a second. So, guys, I'm excited about tonight. We get to talk to a couple here that we have not talked to in a long while, and we miss them. Uh, it's been well over a year since we talked to them, and uh, to see how they're doing and uh, all the good stuff. Um, but, you know, before we get into that, um, I want to say real quick to... Um, Michelle, uh, hello, Barry Martz. Hello, Steve Barry. Um, I can't see. Hello, uh, Michelle Millens. There's a couple other, too, that I can't see over here on this side. Um, but, you know, all the network, we got all... <laughs> Cindy's waving in the back room. She's in the green room waving. Um, but, yeah, she's... Uh... Oh, hell, let's bring her up. 
from one nut to another nut, you know? Oh, That's right. maybe I'll turn on this light. Oh, there we go. Now I'm brighter. Woo. So, how was your week or weekend? Uh, pretty good. 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 Pretty good. Is that too bright? That's too bright. Yeah, I guess. So, you know, hello, <laughs> Chuck Tallman. Thank you for watching. Um, Can you believe I finished my eyelashes and my dinner and got here just about when I was supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> hello, Chanel. Funny. Chanel's in there, too. It, it's funny because Chanel just comes up as Facebook user. I don't know why. Why she is come that up. happening? I have no idea. Hello, Robert Hi! White. <laughs> so yeah there's uh plenty popping in right now this is very cool uh hello bob bob burnell just chicken fingers what do you guys think and yeah well bob just went to get his uh cookies he said so mm. he went to get cookies so Ooh. i started my keto well not really keto i started a a new diet two days ago you and, did uh, yeah because i got yelled at by my doctor well, because so, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I know. My A1C was a 10. What is it supposed to be? Six. For fuck's sake, Teddy. So, That's crazy. Hang on one second. All right. She's already started with the F-bombs, folks. What are we going to do with her? Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, Teddy's got to get himself healthier. So, he's back on the diet. Uh, and Robert White says chickens don't use fingers. Yeah, they don't have fingers, so I don't know where that comes from. I have from to get either. all my drinks that I've been drinking. <laughs> wow. Terrible. I, Dunkin' Donuts, huh? Or no, where is that? Oh, my God, that's hysterical. Mine is a matcha, uh, frozen matcha with no sugar. Mine is plain iced tea, so we're all good to go. See, mine is uh, matcha tea. Hello, Michelle. She's like, hello, Dad and Cindy. Hello. Hi, guys. Hello. Uh, oh, my goodness. Miss, uh, let's, Kathleen is, uh, give me a sec. Okay, you can get a sec. That's Kathleen watering here. Uh, Robert says that his A1C was in the 20s. Shame on you. What the frick? Oh, my gosh. What is That's going terrible. on with you guys? We're men. We're men. We're men. We're tight, men. Tight, tight. All yeah. right, so um, you guys know and love them like we do. You know, it, it's been a year, a good year, maybe a little longer mm -hmm. um, since we've had them on. And I just reached out quick to, uh, to Maria and said, hey, we want to get you back on the show. We haven't talked to you in forever. We haven't seen you in forever. Mm. And she's like, yeah, let's do it. So, you know, I was really happy. Um, and I got some good surprises coming up for uh, – shows in the next month for the month of june i can't wait till we get to that month for you guys Yay! Um, i have reached into the bag of the unknown and pulled out some things you can't have any chance to me in <laughs> so all right so let me get into this real quick it's no. a site uh, Jay and Marie Yates are mo com most commonly known for their frequent appearances on popular paranormal reality television shows such as, but not limited to, Ghost Adventures, Haunted Case Files, uh, Paranormal Witness, Ghost Adventures, Aftershock, and The Scariest Night of My Life. 
and I'm sure there's plenty of other ones. Uh, Jay being haunted since birth and undergoing a near-death experience has created a lifetime of personal paranormal experiences. Marie inherited inherited these hauntings in marriage uh, has brought the Yates family haunting countless supernatural encounters in and outside the field of the paranormal. Uh, the Yates family haunting has been kept captivating audiences around the world for the better part of a decade. The Yates appear regularly at events and lectures discussing their own ongoing paranormal experiences, as well as the knowledge gained with them being haunted survivors. So it also says here, outside of lectures, radio, television, and the events, the Yates have a strong drive to help families that struggle with paranormal as they once did. The Yates aren't your average paranormal investigators. The Yates spend much of their available time conducting what they call paranormal con- geez, I can't talk. Paranormal <laughs> consultations rather than often damaging paranormal investigations of family homes. So uh, let's see. Together they lead a successful, te- successful team of passion-driven paranormal investigators into the darkest corners of the desert southwest. Uh, the Yates founded Crossover Paranormal Society, the COPs it's like it says cops c dot zero or o dot p dot s crew zero i i don't know why i said that tell both the living and the dead the their ongoing mission is to seek only truth understanding and proof of the paranormal by any means necessary so i think without any further ado Teddy, you're so tan Ten. Eyes dark, baby. Eyes dark. You're Five so days in this. Look at Casper over here. Yeah. So without further ado, it's, let's 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 get this. You have bats and I have skulls. Yes, I got I'm batty today. All right, so <laughs> let's welcome Jay and Marie Yates to the show, guys. Hi, hey, Jay. Hi. Hey, Marie. Hello. Hello. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. How are you guys doing? No, Hi. we're doing all right. It's been a it's been a long time. I since I didn't even know how it came up. I think we were talking about you or something, and I'm like, man, I got to reach out to them and see how they're doing and get them back on here. You know, that and you know, it, I always mention to you about the Parafest. We want to get you there someday. You know, yes. right, absolutely, be fun to have you up there. Glad to be back on. Oh yeah, it's just you know we like to keep up with people we've had on the show, and you guys, you know, yeah. when you first came on, you guys kind of struck a um, a family nerve, I guess, with us. So we're kind of like, hey, where, how are they doing? You know, let's let's get them back up here and let's you know chat. So mm-hmm. that's good. So uh, Robert White running around the forest looking for fights. Oh, he was singing part of that. Uh, we're men, men in tights. Thank you, oh, Robert. Yeah. For finishing the next line. I was like, what the hell is he talking about? That's cool. Mr. Jason Bergeron. Hello, sir. Hello, hello, hello. So, let's chat. What's been going on with you guys lately? What you up to? Sorry, our pit bull is trying to get in the... uh, Hey, it wants love, too. It wants love. Let us see. Let me see. Let me be in there. So, so... Anything new with the the paranormal stuff happening with you guys personally, or you just been out, you know, helping people, you know, even though it was kind of hard with the COVID, but you know, what you been up to? Uh, for the past year, uh, with the whole pandemic, I mean, it kind of put a big, you know, nail in everyone's coffin. So we spent a lot of time yeah. out at the ghost town, uh, Vulture City, 
Um, and uh, it was actually beneficial, though, because you got to do like a lot of great investigating out there. Um, it's like some real ongoing research that we always say we want to do. Um, but right. it was really nice to kind of be able to kind of hunker down and uh, um, uncover a lot. So it was kind of fun, you know. Um, right. Did a lot of consultations on the phone and emails and a lot of Skypes and stuff, of course, throughout this year. Finally, things are looking like they're getting back to normal, hopefully, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, we found the same thing. I mean, you know, with, with COVID, the only way you could help people was doing a, a, a Skype or yeah. phone call or yeah. Internet. You know, it and, and, you know, we found that the whole time that people were sitting home for the year, you know, a, a lot of calls came in and said, hey, I've never noticed this before, but I got this going on in my house. And it's like, well, let me guess, you worked a day job and you didn't know it was happening. They're like, oh, yeah. well, yeah. You know, if it was happening at night and that that's a common question. Well, I know it's happening at night. Does that mean it's happening during the day? Usually, but you're not right. there, <laughs> you know, so you don't know, you know, so. Um, it's, it, we got a r lot of really funky calls. I mean, it seemed like that there was just this burst of, you know, people, you know, coming out just in the past couple months saying, Hey, I got all this going on. And it's because the year they were sitting there, they were experiencing all this stuff and they didn't know who to call or turn to. Exactly. You know? And they were finally paying attention to it during the pandemic, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Hello, Mr. Ernie Atwell from Step Into the Paranormal. Thank you for joining. And Cindy's knocking Hi, stuff Gary. over. <laughs> I am, I'm, I, so I had to get my heating pad, which is my rice. Okay. My hip is not doing well on this chair tonight. I believe this is this is Chanel, and she says, I love your dog. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Chanel, why are you coming up yes. Facebook user? She, I don't understand it. With her daddy all the time. Ah. She doesn't like it when mommy sits by her. And today it's especially uh, oh. hard for her. And she's moaning behind she's, us. She's crying right now, actually. She's Aww. crying. She's supposed to be in the middle of us. Yeah. Aww. She's Poor baby. Poor <laughs> okay, Cindy, do you want to try that name? Which one? Okay, hang Down on. Down the bottom. I, I see a Michelle. Magnabosco. Nice. From Maricopa, Arizona. Maricopa County, Arizona? Oh. We have a city called Maricopa now, yeah. <laughs> What's Maricopa. that? We actually have a city called Maricopa now. Oh, you have a city named Maricopa too? Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Hello, Jackie uh, Skendra, for watching as well. Um, I'm trying to watch two feeds because, for some reason, the whole StreamYard and Facebook lately, we're not getting all of the comments from all the different pages. And really? we got we got six pages up of running live right now, including the TV networks, and we can't see the uh, comments and i don't know why i don't know if it's something with facebook or Streamyard. it's one of the two at this moment so doing my best so if you guys can hear me and i don't say hi to you that's probably because i don't see you <laughs> so if you want to be you want your name read um you have to actually make a comment she said facebook hates me oh nice oh well, wait did you hmm Robert White says, that's okay. I found the in crowd. There you go. You're on the right page. There you go. <laughs> Hello, Octane. 
Nice to see you, sir. So, you know, this whole, like, what do I want to call it? An influx, maybe, of, of paranormal calls and stuff. It's been crazy. So for you guys, it's been the same thing, right? I mean, you guys oh, have been getting yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, we were, we were still able to, like, host tours and whatnot at Vulture City because in Arizona, it was an outdoor recreational type thing. Um, so oh, we have to nice. connect with a lot of people um, with that as well. Nice. Nice. I mean, they just started here in New York, like uh, some of our shopping malls and stuff. Like, Well, I shouldn't say malls because they don't have malls anymore. But, you know, the stores and stuff are, are saying, hey, you don't have to wear your mask anymore. So we're we're getting to that point, which is really, really good. And uh, we've wow. been a couple of investigations as well. So, I mean. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think it's Arizona. If you're vaccinated, you're able to go around and do you wear without your mask and stuff. So. It was yeah. nice going through Walmart without my mask. I did that today. <laughs> I just want to say, <laughs> and maybe I'm going to be the downer here, but I've had too many people that that have seen things and heard things that people are still getting sick with yeah. COVID-like things. Some of them are coming up positive for COVID after having their shot or shots. And really? some people are coming up negative, even though they are absolutely COVID symptoms with no taste, no smell, oh, wow. 105 degree temperatures, sick as a dog. So just be careful. Yeah. You guys well, I still, I, you know what? Even before all this, I always thought it was really weird that people had to remind people. To wash your hands and use sanitizer and all that. No, I always come on. was a germaphobic anyway, so come on, Marie. <laughs> come on, Marie. Haven't you like, ever I'm just everybody started joining me, you know? So I'm like, okay. Haven't you guys ever stood in the bathroom at a public place and seen how many people just go from the stall out without <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, why we have to be reminded to wash our hands because I'm the person at the sink going, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> don't yeah, I pass judgment on people? Clothes. Yep, you're right. I am. You know, piss gets on your hand. Shit gets on your hand. Wash your fucking hands. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, that was pretty point blank, I think. Oh, I, think, I think I think it is, but but it, it is sad, right, Marie, that we had to tell people to do these things. Yes. Right? I, well, when I put it into thought, I'm like, huh. Well, I always have been doing this, but if people really haven't been, that's really gross. So, exactly. Okay, I will say I look at everything completely different now. Um, even with me being a germaphobic, like I, I am. <laughs> I will not eat at a buffet place. I mean, I feel bad for those businesses, but I will never eat at a buffet probably yeah, ever again. Did that I never did it before, but now you guys, well, you guys got talked me into it a couple times. That's in Vegas. That's different. But like now I'll never, and I feel bad for those businesses. I really do. It's just like, yeah. no. <laughs> it is so funny because Marie looks like she has a tail. Oh, it's the dog God. tail. It's the dog tail just sitting there just, just right. And it looks like she's got a tail. <laughs> Is that the dog's tail, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's right here. She's squishing no. me like over to. 
Oh, that is so funny. I'm like, wait, how could that be the dog's tail? Is it like up and around? Sure, in the couch, man. She wants to be next to daddy, but Marie says, no. Oh, shoot. I better plug in my computer. Uh, let's see here. Barry Bar says, yep, Cindy, I see that at work too. Stall to the door. Yuck. Robert White says, there should be a red light over the toilet door that activates if the user does not wash their hands. You wouldn't know until, you know, they're leaving. But You know, maybe maybe they should do, I mean, here's the thing. Porta potties, if you use those, Marie probably doesn't because of germaphobe. Porta potties, because I'm a germaphobe. They have that hand sanitizer right there on the door when you go to walk out. So, you know, and now they actually put all those extra things that uh, that squirts water and has soap for you right outside the door as well now. So, depending on where you are, but yeah. Um, But, anyways, I don't want to spend any more time on washing hands. So, yeah, there's. Yeah, Kathleen says use plenty of them in the military. Porta potties, she's talking. Ah, uh, yep. okay. Listen, That's anybody okay. who's going to concerts and had to, you have to use a porta potty. I'm sorry, at one point, because unless you're pissing yourself right there, <laughs> or you haven't drank a damn thing. Oh, that was the other thing. Did you see that, Teddy? Is what? we have concerts that are happening at Canandaigua. Um, yeah, Finger like, Lakes amplifier. is. Yeah the, yeah, the Finger Lakes is going, and so is Darien Lake. Only if you have been uh, vaccinated. Vaccinated. Yep, that's the only way you can go. Yep. I don't know yep. about I don't know about Darien Lake. CMAC, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to happen. Like I told everybody last week, there was on tr- uh, public transportation already. Uh, people are being told if you have not had your shots, you need to sit at the back of the bus. Wait, what's that? Yeah, oh. public transportation. If you have not had your shots, you have to sit at the back of the bus. Oh boy! Oh so, oh so, what? Yeah. Oh, that is very yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah that's well, bullshit. It, that's it is. Bullshit. It is, but that's what places are doing. Like, like even where my store is, we still had to sign up because stores are able to say if you don't if you don't have your vaccination card, you have to wear a mask in the store. I'm fine with wearing my mask. I don't have no. a daggone problem, but you're not going to force me to get a goddamn vaccine when it has not been FDA approved. And it has, and, and, and for someone like me who is allergic to every um, um, antibiotic that's out there, no. No. Yeah. But how do you really feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> that's to the vaccine. <laughs> That's to the vaccine. Well, That's you know, to the, not to you know, to the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing, guys. No matter what we say when we talk about it, it's like everybody else. We have our opinions, and we're not going to make 100% of the population do anything. So let's move on. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, what we're hoping the world starts doing, right? <laughs> well, we're hoping the world starts spinning the way it's supposed to. You know, yeah. um, I've been oh, seeing... Oh. Spinning the way it's supposed to, because that's science. Well, it, it, it was just, it's just, <laughs> a, just, you know, sure, Cindy, sure. Uh, let's see, Barry Mars says the state fairgrounds concerts this summer have s- sections for vaccinated and non-vaccinated folks. Oh, wow. wow. The nons have to wear a face mask. This is the funny part. Wouldn't it be funny if the nons didn't get sick and then 
the vaxxers did get sick, that would kind of make me chuckle. Maybe <laughs> well, just pretty, a dick. It's pretty funny, even with all the people that got vaccinated. Yeah. You have to remember, for about a year now, everybody's wearing masks. Everybody's staying social distancing. No one's going in restaurants, no nothing. So we're all not used to any kind of colds anymore. So now right. if we're starting yeah. to get together with people, guess what? You might, you're going to probably start getting some colds and some extra other flus. That or, COVID was bad. Wait yeah. till the common cold flu. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So, and, and you know, it, 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 ghosts are, are, are jumping around and having a, a great time because they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, true, true. I will tell you, they know about it because we've actually been documenting it with our research at Vulture. Yeah. They actually bring up, um, like, uh, a whole bunch of things. They say coronavirus. They have, I mean, they constantly say mask up. Um, they said mask up on quite a few different things. It's even happened at other locations that yeah. we were able to get to during wow. the They say six feet apart, but I mean, where we were at, where we investigated in 1918 to 1910 to 1918, they had the Spanish flu um, mm -hmm. influenza, and it killed thousands of people. So, hundreds. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, James Shrew just put up there, still wonder how they made it through 1918. Yeah. No, no kidding. A hundred years later, look at us repeating. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't I think it's been that way for several centuries it because that's what they were saying before yeah. we got to to 2020 they were like okay 1920 brought this and uh what was it uh 1820 had this and right yep oh james i love your logo Page this, up. Is, this says pizza king nice <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> love it Bastard, just because I can't have pizza anymore. Hello, Mr. Bob Brunel. Captain Trip. You can have pizza. You just make it differently now. You use cauliflower crusts instead of regular pizza pie crusts. <laughs> They're delicious, Teddy. You better knock, you better stop knocking it till you try it. Put a little on your plate. I I honestly love being fat. I do. But it's my <laughs> A1C. <laughs> Marie's like. What's wrong with this guy? But you know, it's just I, I just I ugh. You're deaf right Daddy. now. You're deaf right now. You know what deaf means? Dumb as fuck. I know. I know. Done with Teddy. Teddy's done with that. But anyways. Teddy, so, we've been on Teddy for a while. He did he did eliminate some weight and then he 30 stopped. pounds. 30 yeah. pounds. Then he's then he then COVID hit. We weren't in the studio and Cindy wasn't on his rear end every every week. Yeah. Yeah. Munching, munching, munching on your booty. Yep. But anyways, so I see there's a lot of new paranormal shows coming out as well. Um, we're going to have a couple guests here um, in June or July. Some friends that actually went back to um, back into like TV paranormal investigation. Um, it's, it's weird how over the COVID um, period the whole year that you know we were seeing new shows like well actually I think it was two years maybe two seasons we were seeing Ghost Nation uh, the new Ghost Hunters and all that stuff and um, Ghost Hunters now is gone um, oh, with Jason or with Grant and now the, yeah so now the uh, what happened is uh, Discovery Plus has bought 
has bought bought boughten whatever i'm from the woods <laughs> boughten anyways has purchased okay is that better um yep. i believe that's who it was that purchased uh ghost hunters now and so the original crew of ghost hunters is now coming together minus grant so that is coming back as well hmm. so but some of our friends uh, from some of the other shows have also gotten themselves some new shows and uh we'll see what happens so Wait, what did you just say the original the original ghost, ghost hunters, hunters are coming yeah. back so i think ghost nation is going away yeah yeah so but i was going to ask Mar uh jay and 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 marie because this is something i've always wanted to know and i don't remember if we talked to them about this the first time it's been so long but they've been on with mr zach baggins on his show so I want to know, just me personally, <laughs> what what do you think of the guy? Um, we've filmed with those guys on and off for the past, what, eight years? Almost ten, yeah. Going eight, on eight, one, eight, yeah. So we've been working with them on and off uh, quite a bit. Um, in fact, helping them find locations and whatnot quite often. Are they easy to work with? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, I, hear, I do hear a lot of, like, people say, you know, different things, of course. Um, right. About, uh, the group of guys. I mean, we've also worked with them so many times. I think maybe it's a little bit different with us maybe they're a little bit more personable with us than what they would be with maybe someone that they haven't worked with before right um, but uh honestly sorry i clear my phone out um yeah um i i think that uh they, they definitely zach specifically gets a pretty bad rap you know and people yeah. are thinking that he's this kind of way um in fact the the last time we filmed with them was at vulture city it just aired what like around easter on the discovery plus app um my son brandon uh We'd worked with them like many, many times before, but we never had our son around. And it just so happened that our son Brandon was with us. And I didn't realize like what a big fan he was of Ghost Adventures. And during COVID, I guess he was like binge watching like all the seasons. And I didn't know that. Right. And then all the ones, of course, that we've been on and whatnot. And he was talking a little bit about it. And then when he found out that they were coming, he had this huge interest all of a sudden to uh, to to meet Zach and, and the gang. And I'm like, well, I. I don't know because of COVID restrictions, if that's going to be possible and all that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can tell you that uh, Zach was very, very uh, cool. And he treated my son um, who does have uh, a, a bit of a disability um, like a rock star. And awesome. uh, he, he, as well as the rest of the guys between Aaron and 
uh, yeah. Jay and um, the, Aaron is funnier guy. than shit. Aaron makes me yeah. laugh so hard. <laughs> is he like guy. that in he's person, though? What's that? Is he like that in person? Because he makes me laugh. Yeah, he's the one that will make you laugh throughout the whole part time. Yeah, it's exactly. always. Um, but I want to tell you, a lot of people like give Zach a hard time. Like, oh, he just seems arrogant and everything. He's very business. Um, he's very professional. He's actually busted his ass to get where he's at. Um, and a lot of people can be jealous over him. And a lot of the people that hate him are the ones that are in the paranormal field themselves. <laughs> And other things like that. So a lot of them do. But I mean, and I'm not saying that all the people don't like him just because of jealousy. It's just, I think he just has that different method of everybody likes ghost hunters for their way that they um, investigate. Some people like ghost hunters for yeah, the so way you're ghost usually either team ghost adventures or, or team, team ghost, ghost hunters, right? Yeah. So, right. And I just, but Zach, honestly, he's had a lot of experiences. Um, if, People really read into the story. It's amazing. Um, it's actually, I am, I'm so surprised what he has gone through and he even stands um, and actually does what he does to this day. Um, and he really truly does help people out. So I'm totally team Zach all the way. I would totally, <laughs> would totally say anything. I love ghost hunters though, too. I have tons of my friends on it. I'm so happy that Sherry and all them are oh, getting yeah. back on there. Huge I'm, congratulations, yes, Sherry. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. um, and uh, you know, and all of them. But um, well, Sh Sherry Benedetti, she just she's amazing. She is just an amazing individual. Um, we've had we in 2019 at the Paracon. I was super impressed. Um, yeah, how to handle herself and um, oh yeah, she's yeah. Really, she she knows her stuff. So uh, yeah, but yeah, I think it is that with anybody though. I mean, people look at Marie and I with. I think we counted the other day. We sat down and maybe about almost thirty TV appearances over the past ten years. Wow, and, uh, you know, and, and when people see those, I think immediately when they meet us, they think, oh, these people are going to be a certain kind of way, um, right? Based on the preconceived, you know, notions. I mean, we're just. Um, we're just people, you know, we're, right. we're investigators. We tell our stories on a different platform, you know, right. Uh, and, uh, other people maybe do. So see, I, myself is, I, 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 sorry to interrupt, but my, my, uh, my input on, on, on Zach is, is different. I mean, I don't hate the guy. I just don't like certain things that's portrayed through the show, I guess right. the way it is. And I think for me, that's kind of hurting or hindering, what some of us are trying to do, but it's right. not a personal thing. It's a, you know, the way I'm looking at the paranormal, you know what I mean? Right. And, well, I you know, there's... there's fans of the paranormal and then there's paranormal investigators and right. paranormal, through paranormal investigators are going to look at anything on TV and they're going to kind of be like, ah, eh, I don't like yeah. this, you know, but the, the fans yeah. outweigh the paranormal investigators. That's why these shows keep coming and keep going because there's so many fans and, the and they've got to know something with us doing it network has the top of the thing so even if zach or any of them even though who zach is network gets to tell him like you know yeah. it's going to be this that's way like and, with any show with and it's like yeah. any show right. it's like well nope this is going to give us ratings so you better do it the, you know so it's, right. yeah but i mean it, i'm actually very i mean zach done his haunted museum he's doing a uh, like a movie thing I mean, he's doing a lot of um, stuff, and it just brings out, the, you know, the, I mean, what everybody's gone through, and it really helps people, I think. So. Yeah, I think, though, sometimes some of the bad rap he's getting is because of of what the network says, you know, and, and stuff. It's like, because, I, 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 like I said, 
I have nothing personally against him whatsoever because I don't know him. But when you turn on his show and all you see is demon, 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 that or I'm possessed, that is that is that is an issue because most people in the paranormal community that's been doing it for a long time understands that it's it's a very small percentage of that. And how does he get every case? You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I have nothing against I the guy. Just I just the one that's following him. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but but I have always said, I have always said, he's doing something right. And yes, he's probably busted his ass for it, but he's doing something that nobody else is doing. You know, and he's managed to keep the longest running paranormal show. He's got adventures won't even take a location unless it is something that is dark. Yeah, um, right. So they won't even respond to a location. So, like, let's just say they've investigated, what, like eight or six, seven, eight, I don't know how many cases of ours. but they And I've given them, you know, dozens more, but they're only wanting, you know, dark stuff. They're only wanting right. that genre. So, and I think that should probably be told a little bit more, but, you know, like, right. it's just one of those things. But uh, uh, he's not wanting the, you know, the Casper, the friendly, the ghost. He's wanting these darker situations. And of course the, the demonic hauntings sell and they they have huge ratings. So, I mean, any show that I've ever been a part of in my entire life, practically, you know, yeah. the first question they ask is, have you ever countered anything demonic? Have you ever countered anything that's really malicious or anything that's malignant? And right. Well, yes, but that's a really small portion. Uh, but they'll grab those stories long before they'll grab a story. Every time right. we've done almost all of our shows, I've, I constantly am getting, Oh, was it demonic? Oh, that I will honestly say, I mean, I don't know how many, over thousands of places we've investigated. And I will honestly say, I mean, two, maybe yeah. three, I will call it demonic. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, it's a very short thing. I mean, a lot of times what we talk about is a lot of people like, why does everything happen? Well, to be honest with you, this man right here has a demonic thing attached to him for his life. So that's, I mean, and I think Zach does the same thing. And I, I wish he would talk about it a little bit more myself because um, mm. it's a very interesting story. Um, right. Honestly, if people read and listen to his actual his story. Right. Well, I, you know, maybe maybe I think this, uh, I don't know, maybe if something like they did the life story of Zach Baggins will eventually come out, maybe that'll help. That would be cool. You know what that I mean? Would be so. cool. I, I honestly wish they would do that because it would be an interesting thing that more people would actually know about Zach. So, right. I mean, like, yeah, so it's, it, he, he is a true paranormal investigator. Yes. He does have a true passion. Um, I can tell you, he validated like, uh, amazing amount of evidence and, and stuff that we've had uh, happen to us at Vulture city over like the past three or four years. And, um, mm -hmm. he was able to validate it. Of course they're using like cutting edge equipment. They got their own equipment guy. That's right, producing like you know, cutting edge stuff and bringing them all the newest, all the best, all the greatest. Um, so it's a little bit easier. Jeff Conkle, I mean, he does amazing. Jeff Conkle does amazing. Well, uh, what I think, equipment. I think what helps, like, it, because he's built such an empire in that stuff, he has that money and the right people in his corner to bring all this stuff up and to, to, to make this work. and you know, no matter how much anybody hates the guy, I still look at him and I say, he's done something that I haven't done. Yep. He's got a TV show, longest running TV show right now in the paranormal, and he's got money. He's able to do things that nobody else is able to do in the paranormal field. Oh, yeah. So, he's definitely so taking it to whole other levels that, you know. Right. I always, I always try to say this, and it's totally two opposite people, but a lot of people hate the Kardashians. 
I mean, and uh, people hate John uh, uh, and Zach, but I'm like, to be honest with you, the Kardashians have done something big and made themselves famous and everything. Out of, out of, nothing. Out of nothing. So, I mean, for yeah. me, beautiful, I guess. Didn't they just have big butts or something that was the only reason they were famous? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. The Kardashian father was a lawyer who, the, the Kardashian's father was one of them that was a lawyer for O.J. Simpson. So, yes, he is a very famous and rich lawyer. Oh, they okay. were already famous oh, long yeah, before the Kardashian show. Okay, yeah. now we know, because I didn't know. Well, I just, I always compare <laughs> these women make it famous, and look at this, and I'm like, I don't I think know, it's Robert they Kardashian did, you know their what, they did it on their own, so whatever. Well, uh, well, they didn't do it on their own, really. They had their father and their father's mother, money, and Chris, and then, then Bruce Jenner, who became, oh gosh, what's her name? Christian. Oh, uh, oh no, she's running for governor, ain't she? In California. Yeah. Uh, wow. But but, but they had Bruce Jenner as their their stepfather, so huh. <laughs> they had money. Yeah. <laughs> and well, no, and privilege and everything. I, I, I just mm. think like a lot of people compare them and say so. So, Hi, Caitlin. I, I just Caitlin, I say, Caitlin, I thank you guys. Down for them hard work and everything. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean it, it's just you know you know how social media is. You know how people are. I mean yeah. human beings. Shit, we talk about everything, whether we know it or not. You know, no matter how much information we have, it's just a human thing, and it'll always happen no matter what. Thank you. You know, and uh, Caitlin Jenner. That's what Robin Kiel says. Yeah. yeah, she's running for governor of California. Well, wow. Uh, Facebook amazing. Facebook user. Is that little bit? Because that was I'm little thinking... bit because she always calls me gorgeous Cindy. So that's, that's okay. that's that one is. Because um, it just says Facebook good. user. And it also says now, Teddy's believe it or not, <laughs> Teddy's getting a spanking. Okay, Teddy's getting a spanking. I don't know how, but I'm getting one. All right, all right. Send over, so, baby. <laughs> no, no, no. Good night, uh, Mr. Eric. Oh, Mr. Jason Marble from Buffalo. Hello, Mr. Jason Marble. Thank you for joining us. Um, it's funny. It, way back up here in the beginning, though, we did have a question. Um, I want to ask you guys, how old is your son? Our youngest is 20. Yeah, our youngest is 20. Who is the one that you wanted to, who wanted to go with you to, I can't believe you guys have a 20 year old son. Yeah. Our, our 20, our 20 year old is the one that wanted to meet Zach Bagans. Our 26 year old has already met Zach because he filmed for Ghost He's Adventure the one with our, our 26 year old son is the one with autism and mm -hmm. he are, he did, uh, yeah, uh, Aftershocks with Zach. So he already met him, um, and stuff. But then we have, I have an older son. Um, he's, tw uh, 27. So yeah, I have a 27, wow. 25 and a 20 year old. Wow. Awful. Yeah, hey, you, a... you guys look so young. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> so you guys said you guys did a something on April 4th. I'm like, yep, that's my 50th birthday right there. <laughs> Hello, Mr. You David Seiler. celebrating me without even knowing. <laughs> so, uh, a Facebook user asked the questions. What do you think of kindred spirits? I think that one is Chanel. Okay. What do you uh, think of kindred spirits? Yes. Um, honestly, I haven't watched, I don't watch many paranormal TV shows. I really don't. 
Um, I think when we started doing them, it just was something I just stopped. I don't even watch ourselves. I, I, I don't. Oh, I hate, I hate it. Um, <laughs> it, it. It bothers me on there. I, I watched our son because he acted in the Ghost Brothers um, Lights Out one. I did watch that um, just so because it was his first time going and doing acting. So I was like, okay. So I watched that. But um, I haven't seen Kenneth Spirits, I think. In Honestly, first. I've never even seen an episode of Kendrick Spirits. Oh, really? Not because I, I don't like anybody that's on it. I just don't really watch it. I, I think only I've religiously watched since the beginning is uh, well, Ghost Hunters back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to watch Paranormal State back in the day. And, uh, I, and Ghost Adventures are like the only ones that I really kind of, and even the, it's hard to keep up even with those. Right. The Ghost Adventures is like a 25 season. You watch uh, yeah. uh, Portals of Hell. Oh, I just started watching, yeah, here recently, Portals of yeah. Hell. I'm a huge fan it of goes- Ozzy Osbourne, so with it being a I mean, I watch. I think um, the first. I watched a couple episodes. The first two, first, first or second season. Um, mm-hmm. But um, Amy and them are amazing. I mean, yeah, Amy I've and Adam. Yeah, yeah, that's that's people, kindred spirit. But I've never yeah. met them in person. To be honest with you, myself. Yeah, those, um, those but um, I, yeah, we met like a whole bunch of other ones, but not haven't met them. Yeah, I, I've watched a couple seasons of it, and I, I really enjoy. You know yeah. what they do. Um, I think pretty much. I mean, it's maybe just my opinion, but once you start watching these shows, they all pretty much are about the same. It's just different characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you get to the point where it's like, okay, well, you know, I don't know. I I watch I watch stuff because I, of of monsters. I like watching other stuff. You know, so unless there's nothing else to watch. <laughs> well, Robert doesn't like what I watch. I watch Lifetime, so oh, yeah. Well, I don't. Uh, Hallmark was mine. Hallmark or Lifetime? Yeah, he he hates it. Yeah. So, so Robert- comment right here. It says yes, Cindy. I would not have thought they were the that age to have a twenty-seven-year-old kid. So the funny part is, is because the last time we interviewed you guys, it was straight, just radio. It was calling. Right. Through Skype, we could we didn't have video then, and it was before we had moved our studio upstairs. And the funny part is, is you guys had told us our your ages or approximately because you had told us. The, I'm like, man, I thought they were older because I'm looking at you guys and going, I thought they were older than they are because they look like they're 30 year olds right now. <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I really do, but. Yeah, I mean, I will honestly say I have wonderful genes Christy? from my dad. I take after my dad. Um, but, yeah, that's the only good, thing. We have a good filter of light back here as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> a filter. You guys are so funny. <laughs> so we all are in the same uh, belief that you are younger. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> there you go. Miss Christy London from um, Where's My Sage? It's up here saying hello, peeps. Hello, Jay and Marie. Hi. Uh, how you doing? With Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Uh, Barry Marsh says, I met Amy Bruni and at the uh, New Jersey Pair Unity a couple years ago. She is a very nice person, and she is really tall. She is tall. Is she? You would think she was short, to be honest with you, because of TV. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I would not have thought that. I have a great Amy Bruni story, and I have to thank her for letting me have her her um, block of time because her plane was delayed. So she actually had to have my block of time, and nobody knew me, but I was a media, I was just, it was my first event ever. So I had a stacked place. Like, it was amazing. I had so many people there. They're like, uh, are you ready to go on now? And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, Amy Bruni's plane is delayed. I'm like, hey. <laughs> there was a lot of people there. And I, well, and to this day, I still have people come up going, hey, I know you. And I'm like, you do? And they're like, yes, you, you were at the, you did a thing at the armory. And I'm like, yes, hmm. I did. James Shrule, Telephone to the Dead is great. Never, never I never heard, of, heard of that. I haven't heard of that. Telephone to, to the up. Dead. Oh, oh Jason. And, <laughs> and Jason, Pem, Jason Marble is correcting me. He says, Pembroke, not Buffalo, LOL. Yeah, right. All right. Sorry. I just knew it was over that Chris way. Moon. Oh, Chris Moon. Okay. Chris Moon has a new show that's uh, Telephone to the Dead then? What station is that on? Like, what channel? Do you know, James? Yeah, that's cool. <sighs> so, I'm so but like I said, <laughs> there's so many there's so many new shows and stuff going on. But, you know, it with all the shows and all the experimentations and all the investigations that are going on, you would think we'd get more answers than where we are, but we're still, you know, and, and I remember this to the day I died. Uh, Grant Wilson said to us, um, actually said to me, and I can't remember where it was. Maybe it was when we interviewed him. He said, we are so chasing our tails yeah, round and round in circles in the paranormal because mm -hmm. we haven't gained an inch. We, we don't, you know, we haven't gotten off of EMF. We haven't done this. We haven't done that. Yeah. And it's when he was it's, starting uh, to talk about he has other ideas and trying to yeah. find different ways. And yeah. Yeah. I will say with us being able to be a vulture for over a year because of COVID and we've had this whole go abandoned ghost town to ourselves, we've actually completely changed our look at a lot of stuff. We already were anyways, but we do so much more different stuff now. Um, right. Really in depth of like what the land was. Yeah, we live in an abandoned ghost town. That was a go I mean, where we're doing the investigation, but and we're always talking about the gold mining and the miners and all that. But we always forget about the land. What yes. there was nothing there before and who lived there before. Um, so we're really like reaching definitely into that. ramped up our research yeah. and our data collection. And I think that like we kind of like I think every investigator at some point in yeah. time you just you kind of you get rushed and you, and you start you know you're taking this case that case this case and, and, and the COVID crisis really 
helped us to kind of slow down and really actually start taking some real notes, collecting some real data and, uh-huh. and, and really looking at that over a course of an entire year. And as we were doing that, it just caused our research to go this direction, that direction, as far as looking into history and just like, mm. you know, like. And like how it's all so circle. I mean, like the whole, we didn't really do the whole UFO or Bigfoot or cryptid or anything like that. Oh. But we're realizing it's all in somewhat in, in, in one it's little thing connected. that it's all connected. And it's where all there in Vulture. And we're like, oh, wait a second. Where but are you guys this, in Arizona? Yeah. What where? was that? Where in Arizona are you guys? Um, we live um, in west side of Phoenix, but um, Vulture City mm. is like 20 minutes um, south of Wickenburg, Arizona. What is that place, I'm sorry, that you're saying? Um, Vulture City Ghost Town. Oh, okay. That's yeah. one place that I'd like to go see. But have you guys ever been to the um, to, to this um, superstitions? Yes. Oh, we did. I we mean, did like a lot of work out there. Yeah, we used to do a yeah, lot I mean, of work there's out there. There's a lot of alien activity out, out there, and you guys, if your guys are getting it, like it's huge. I'd be careful, like <clears throat> seriously careful, because there are certain parts where people have disappeared and um and have never been seen again. And my my best friend lives in um, Chandler. And she goes out to superstitions all the time and she's well versed. And there've been a couple times she's gone and she's like, Cindy, I understand how people become missing. Like it's, it's weird because there's a certain, it's a certain point. And all of a sudden you have no idea where you are. And it's just like, it's, it's not like there was anything wrong beforehand. It's just like you've stepped into a portal and now you have no idea what's going on. Her spirit guides literally were taking her back out. Thank God she listened. Yeah, we have people that go missing out there all the time. We actually did years and years ago, we did a fully funded expedition uh, into the Superstition Mountains, and it was by Mountain Men. And we had mules carrying all of our investigative equipment and everything. And uh, we went to a specific location, and it had a lot to do with the missing persons and a uh, a gentleman that was doing a lot of research up there. But yeah, that place scares the hell out of me. <laughs> Who's who is that? Was that Chanel? I, no, I don't know who that is. Salamanca because Chanel wouldn't know about Salamanca. I, I have no idea, but it did say, "You know me, Ted. We have investigated many times together." So, okay, so who I, is it? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know, I I've been to a few locations here in New York where it kind of reminds me of, uh, and maybe you've. That maybe you guys can expand on this, Jay and Marie. Like maybe you've done this as well. When you get to a location, and it's not even like the dwelling; it's not the house or the building; it's the property. And you get there, and you feel like you're zapped into a different time zone. It's like, wait a minute, this is like really strange. This is not what you would figure. And the only way you really get that is by not, you know, assuming that you're going into a haunted location. It, you know, it's being skeptical when you go in there. And I've done quite a few places where I, I've driven up to the place and I'm just like, okay, my feet are tingling. My, my, my hair is standing up on my arms. Right. Um, something doesn't feel exactly right. I get out and I kind of just start breathing and I take in the land. I just kind of ground myself a little bit to see and feel what's going on. And it, it, you just kind of like, man, I, I'll be honest with you. There was a few times where I just said, I don't know if I want to do this. 
you know, <laughs> because the feeling is really that intense to where it's like something's pushing you back, saying you don't want to come in here. Oh, you, know, yeah. you don't. You don't yeah, want to. Sometimes do you need to listen to that because you know whether it's your spirit guides or somebody there. Sometimes <sighs> you need to listen. Yeah. Oh my God! I know who it is now. Your favorite investigator, Bonnie. Bonnie. Yes, I love Bonnie. She is the oldest. I shouldn't have said that, but she is. She's the oldest member that we have for for Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigator. Hey. Bonnie. She is an amazing individual, and I really want to tell her story now. But maybe I'll do it towards the end. But um, she's going to bring Bonnie on and do it. Bonnie should come on sometime, honestly, because she has some amazing. She's just an amazing person. You know, she's just amazing. I love her to death. So, but maybe we'll tell some stories later on. Uh, Barry Marsh says Wildwood Sanitarium is in Salamanca, New York, and is an interesting place to visit. I've never been there, I've heard of it. Yeah, so I've been to Salamanca for some of the uh, Native American. Um, like, oh yeah, I've, I've been there for that. But I mean, festivals and stuff for the um, what do they call it? Five Nations, mm -hmm. Five Nations, um, like the 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 drumming, dancing, and festivals. well, Canadagua has a remembrance too of something like that around September, August or September. So how far east have you guys come to investigate? Well, we just left Tennessee. Last week, yeah. Oh wow! We were doing some uh, a battlefield out there. Awesome. Uh, kind of doing some digging around and uh, looking at some places, and had kind of a, a little bit of a haunted road trip. Um, but cool. Been out to Salem uh, been a couple Salem. years ago. Um, yeah, we've been well. We've been to Memphis you, before. Done Memphis before. Up in the did Canada, you do an investigation Toronto area. in Salem? You did an investigation in Salem then. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. we did. Oh, wow. uh, we did a couple, uh, and we did it with the event. They had the Salem Con. We were at the Salem Con. We did a, um, several things there with them. What was that one place? The and site the, where the witches were, uh, the, the ones that were accused of being witches. Uh, oh, the, the, the right spot where they actually were hung. The Putnam, um, the, the, the Putnam thing like behind a Walgreens or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah so that spot, we actually Dude, we went got, and did like, that. We were there with uh, one of our crew members, uh, Scott, and we captured like one of the most amazing audio recordings. It was. Um, it was really interesting. It was ironic. We were there in that spot, and one of the uh, relatives of one of the, the the ladies that were hung to their deaths, right from that area, is that it was, um, was there. It happened to be there uh, while we were there, and started talking with us. Realized that we were paranormal investigators, and then he asked to do an audio recording session, an EVP session with us, and we're like, okay, like yeah, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. And uh, we actually caught like this unbelievable, like the screaming, wrenching. I mean, I don't know how you know. When you, you hear recordings. it, you like you just cringe, like you need to help the person. It, yeah, it's it was like really how did you not hear that crying. with your own ears? You know, like it was so loud, so there was just so much pain in the, in the scream. It was just, uh, yeah, it was pretty shocking. Like they were being burned at the stake, probably. Probably like that. Like they were being burned at stake, basically yeah, that kind of scream, like the yeah. yeah. It, it was oh a miserable God. thing. I remember I just started tearing up when I heard it because, I mean, they didn't just get hung. They burnt them and everything. So there's They burnt them. They drowned them. There was so many different things that they did there. They stoned them, with, basically, which was crushing them with huge stones. Yeah. Yep. I did a whole history thing on, on the uh, witch trials in Salem. I did this whole thing. It's all up in here. I got a ton of information about that myself. Very fascinating. Um, 
Yeah. Yes. The town, yes. town is really amazing. I mean, that cemetery there in the middle of Salem, that is the scariest damn cemetery. I've, and I'm not really, like, I always say cemeteries are kind of dead. No pun, you know. <laughs> no <laughs> pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> but, like, I mean, like, walking next to that in the middle of the night, because, uh, like, we, we got there late and we we're just kind of walking around. I think you're looking for a place to eat. And we happen to walk by the cemetery. And that is the creepiest damn cemetery I've ever been around in my life. Um, yeah, hearing the noise, it sounded like wagons like down the road and seeing shadows darting throughout the cemetery. Wow. And there was wow. Ice it was amazing, dude. That was, I'd love to go back, actually. Well, if you guys ever come to New York, I've got several places for you. Okay. Um, if you ever come up here, because we've, up like, up to New York. Well, we have, we have, uh, we have our own battlefields mm -hmm. from a Revolutionary War. Um, and, and, um, other locations connected to that. Um, we have a, hanging trees, we have torture trees, we have, there's just so much stuff up here. You know, so the haunted Hinsdale house, the, you know, the, there's I so many things. Up there. go. We've been talking about that. I mean, how um, exciting it is for uh, Daniel and the Hinsdale house. I mean, we yeah. are so excited how well it's going. I you seen the new yeah. sign they put out. We can't yep. wait to actually be able to go to visit that. So that's a pretty. Cool I mean, story that is one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very excited for Daniel and everybody in the paranormal field. How he lets everybody come in there, do their own thing. Um, he does an amazing job keeping that up. So I agree. Yeah. Yep. And now, now with the sign and stuff, actually getting it marketed as a research center as well. I mean, yep. there's so many things that he has done and it's just amazing. That guy has got such a passion and a drive. Yeah. Um, and, and Barry, it's amazing. Barry, Barry talks about that right here and says, Daniel class is associated with Wildwood Sanitarium and he had a huge impact on getting the roof replaced there. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's pretty amazing like because yeah, he worked with Wildwood before he got his um, Haunted Hinsdale house. Now, I've heard of this place as well, the Iron Island Museum in Buffalo. I've heard of this as well, Barry. Um, I've never been there. It's one I've always wanted to go to. In fact, I know a team that has um, um, uh, the, I, I guess I want to say an inn, I guess is the best way to say it. They have an inn into that place where um they've always said hey you know if you want to go let me know um let's see here uh bob Bruno says do you think ted the lake effect also affects the paranormal as well as the weather well i'm going to tell you that it, it as paranormal investigation goes parametric yep all, there all are things stuff. within the yeah. weather does play a factor um we how much of a factor we don't know we don't know, but I can tell you that when major thunderstorms and rainstorms mm -hmm. come through New York, um, paranormal activity ramps up. I mean, it's it's just one of those things, and I'm sure it's the same way everywhere. Oh yeah, you know, Even we don't get much rain. To be honest with you, but right? We do it does? I mean, it does hand bubble quite a bit. I will. Yeah. That's one reason why we sort of been really focusing on Vulture City. Sort of what Daniel's doing is um the history of it. We're so amazed by the owners of uh, Vulture City that they actually started um, restoring all these buildings. They were oh, demolished, wow. um, and they brought in like people to actually restore these the correct way that they did back then. Um, wow! And, and I have been very blessed to be able to come in there, bring more attention to the place, um, do events, money go right into the you know location and everything. 
Um, we're actually now bringing down two more buildings and they're restoring them again. So they're now beautiful. The generator That's mill, amazing. The generator building and the ball mill. So wow, it's I wow. love seeing it when history is actually being restored instead of tore down. I agree. Yes, that's that exactly lot, it. So. Yeah, I agree. We have a place here um, about 30 minutes from us that uh, it's actually called the Go Art Building right now. And it used to be a gentleman's club and they restored it. And um, Cindy thinks it's an interesting location. Um, I love that. I, I, I do too. It's a beautiful place. I can tell you. Um, we did a, a, a an investigation there, and as we were packing up to leave, and we did our show there too. Right, we did our show there. But as the investigation goes, and we were packing up, you know, it, it's so weird what happens sometimes when you're investigating, and then I mean, there's nothing the whole time you investigate. But we <laughs> we were packing up and getting ready to leave, and as that was happening, you heard this running down this hallway right in front of us and a door open and slam shut. And it's like, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, I'm peeking around <laughs> things. Look at this, like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, God. You know, so... It was it was interesting. It was a great place to investigate. So we really hope that more people will get out there. So what's on, it's Cindy? It's nice to hear about those places where people are restoring and bringing oh. the history back. Because I love taking... That's one reason why when I first met Jay, yeah, he told me all of his history and what he went through, all that. But I agreed to start doing investigations because I love history. So right. it's that, And I love traveling, history, all that kind of stuff. So... That was my biggest thing. And when I, we started doing this, there were so many buildings and so many locations that were just almost destroyed and forgotten. And now with the paranormal field, I mean, it's a blessing that so many are starting to be restored and brought back. So, yeah. I mean, that's a big thing. And I honestly, I give credit to a lot of the paranormal people out there doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, Maria uh, Geister, who is the one for the world's largest ghost hunt, she yes. actually, when she does that, she kind of puts into places like, hey, um, we need to restore these buildings. We need to keep yep. them. Let's, you know, look at this. Hello, mom and dad from Aww, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> cute. But um, yeah, it's it's nice that there are paranormal teams out there and organizations that um, do the fundraisers to help 
you know, that, yeah. I mean, one of the best things about being a paranormal investigator, gation, a gator, paranormal <laughs> investigation, wow, it is one, it, just like you, Marie, one of the first things that I did that I really loved about this was the history. I got into the history of the locations first. And actually, Cindy and I have talked about this on a lot of occasions where if we had the money, we'd be in London right now. We'd be over there because, you know, it's just... There's so much over there, Ireland, Scotland, the amount of places that they have that are, that are haunted, you know, and then just to 700 years old, come on. Yeah. Just to place your hand on the building to say this, this wall is weathered 700 years, you know, yeah. can you imagine what, what has happened, you know, in this location? Well, people forget about a lot of it. Cause like the people are saying, I just got a brand new house, especially here in Arizona. Oh, yeah, I don't read the brand new house. house haunted. Well, think about your land you're living in. Um, exactly. And, and we've had to explain it. We just oh my God. had to see. And I will honestly say the battlefield, the the homes, and they put a uh, a mental institution hospital on the battlefield. I'm like, really? Right. I'm people like, like, think that they're seeing something. They probably really right. are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're in this hospital. Like, probably they're getting pills more and they're really seeing things so it's like it's sad that all this and i'm like yeah you guys wonder why your locations i mean you guys got to remember the land the history before anything was built um and that's i mean i think i love seeing people start bringing that out bringing the history back yeah um, i know jay and i are working now with an amazing um na native um group here in arizona that's helping them um actually bring um back stuff to their um tribe up there. Uh, so I, we're very um, proud to actually be part of that. John Covey Hi, John. says, hey. Hi, John. So, um, there is, it, what gets me is there, people, um, especially building new houses and, and like up here, they're doing a lot of that as well. Because um, you know New York. New York is just, I mean, there's a lot of people that move into New York. I don't know why. Some of us want to get the hell out. But um you know, there, there are land, there is land that, that has never had buildings on. It's always been farmland or it was um, like right down the road from me, there was an Indian reservation there long before, you know, anything else was there. And people don't realize this. They don't know the history. And it's like, so they build houses on this stuff and they're thinking, okay, why is my house haunted all of a sudden? Yep. <laughs> all you of know, a sudden. You know, it's like uh, you guys are on locations that have like, and and, it, and, and I'm going to move right off of that again with something else, which just popped in my head is that, you know, back in the eighties, when um, the show, like, uh, what was it? Um... Are you guys going to be at the bash? Are you guys going to be at the um, Gettysburg bash? Not this year, but next year we will be. Oh, good. Yes, I've already bash. talked to her. Yeah, we uh, we love that play. I mean, that that's an amazing event. That really everybody, is. if they can donate, even uh, time, mm -hmm. money, anything, it's an amazing event to actually donate to. Right. Um, so, but next year, um, next year we will for sure be there, but not this yeah. year. No. Well, right. as what I was saying was, I can't remember the name of the movies, but there there was like three of them. But um, Close Encounters. They, no, it was a it was a ghost show, paranormal show. But anyways, wow. it actually happened where people, you know, this land came up for sale because of the state or whatever, and it, there was a cemetery. They built a house on the cemetery. They never moved the 
the Graves, Poltergeist. And Poltergeist, yes, thank yes. you. And you know, so so stuff like that truly does happen. Oh yeah. And um, it's scary. I mean, we just found about a location here. Um, I can't say too much about it. Um, that actually has um, dead people buried in the basement of a business. Oh my gosh. And they and there is stuff happening there. Yep. You know, and about this, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's go back here to Barry uh, Marsh says quite a bit of farmland in um, Skinny Atlas, Skinny Atlas, New York area in all houses and condos now. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Poltergeist. Thank you, Robert. I didn't even uh, see that Robert had said it. It's Bonnie, and I live in a house over 100 years old, and I have a shadow person who hangs out in my cellar, and I hear voices and footsteps all the time. You know me. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. That's my girl. You know. Um, Robert White says, well, I would hope they're dead. Would be a bit annoying for them if buried alive. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember that they used to bury people with... Uh, outside the gravestone, there was a little bell attached with a string that went yeah, into right. the casket. Yeah, because if so, they buried them alive, they wanted to know. <laughs> so they well, it, yeah, it, yeah. So they would ring the bell. I mean, I I think that's ingenious, but for the time. <laughs> but think about it this way: I mean, now we Farging would have put um, formaldehyde in their fucking bodies, and they can't ring no bells. <laughs> that's true. That's the true. One thing we have problem here in Arizona is the desert. Well, the desert's being rebuilt on everywhere. It's, I honestly, I, it's turning into California all over here yeah. in this area. So, well, I was um, just talking to one of my friends about that. Yeah. How it's ten miles Walmart, ten miles Walmart, ten yeah. miles Walmart. Yeah. Well, it used to be all desert. Well, back in the day, yeah, people would murder people and just bury their bodies. Our Walmart here in uh, where we live. Um, and we live in Buckeye, Arizona. It's, I mean, I should have said that, <laughs> but whatever. I think people know that. But um, the Walmart here, when uh, they went to go build it, they found a, uh, a woman and two children. And barrels <gasps> in concrete. concrete. So, oh, my wow. story. So, a lot of people never, it was like, oh, the Walmart's here is haunted. I'm like, well, <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. We always find toys in the toy aisle on the floor. Thank you, Bill. That's exactly where we get Dead Ringer from. That's that's, that's exactly where Dead Ringer came from. Dead Ringer. Yep. yep. Um, this was one of my friends that Dead I was talking about. Well. Um, one of my friends that has a new show that he's working on and stuff, hopefully, as Brandon Elvis has uh, some stuff that he's working on as well with a couple of the people. And um, I'm so excited for him. I probably shouldn't have said anything, though. But... Um, <laughs> Barry Marsh says, welcome to Wally World. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. But I it, it, call it that in a while, actually. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's just amazing. Like, we have become so overpopulated that we don't even think. I mean, people just build their houses anywhere now. They don't even think about the history. Don't They don't think about what came first. Right. And before the chicken or the egg. No, I'm just joking. But, you know, it, it, it's it's just one of those things. And it's like, you know, I have we have a lot of property here and the house that we live in is haunted. And it's two uh, military homes put together. But the property we have, um, in fact, Bonnie can verify this. We actually used to do training here 
um, paranormal investigation training on the property. And we would send them off with their digital recorders and stuff like that and send them out to do their EVPs and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and it, Who's it, on first? What's on second? I don't yes, know. Yes, Robert. Let, there on, you go, Robert. Robert. But, um, you know, it's it's amazing the things that they have captured here because this actually a part of the, the um, Genesee Valley to where the water runs from Canisius Lake and it comes right down through. So it's big enough where people, indigenous people used to fish and used to do all this. You know what I mean? So yep. collecting stuff down here isn't, you know, it it happens, you know, I mean, and that's one thing that I've always tried to keep in mind is like, Hey, when, and I try to train people that way. It's like, when you're going to a location, do as much research on that land prior to going, because you want to know just in case, Patricia, you know, I hope something. Oh, I'm sorry. One of those people that has been vaccinated, huh? Patricia. Yeah, the hearse was from. It wasn't COVID, but it is definitely COVID symptoms. That, but from what I hear, it was from food, though. From what her son oh, said to me was today, it, was it was it the food from yesterday? Yeah, it was the food. Well, yeah. Patricia was sick last week. So, well, we hope she gets better. We hope she gets better soon. Yeah, so, and um, I hope they're all feeling better. Yeah. All of them and their friends and stuff over yeah. there. So Jay, so Jay, this one goes to you. It's like, so how have things been with your life of being haunted? How are things? I mean, are you still good to go? I mean, <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know how to put it other than the fact I is mean, that we know he was haunted. Are you okay? Is yeah, are you okay? <laughs> you know, I mean. Um, no, I mean, it, I mean, it, it continues. You know, I mean, it's just something that. And, so you know, you're you gonna get, have, you're Jane, you're gonna have to, to explain because a, there are a lot of people that don't know or they don't they haven't heard your backstory. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So I should have. I should have said that first. My my right. apologies. My apologies. So if you can give them a little bit of a backstory to catch them up and then let them know how you're doing now. Right. Okay. Um, so for, for myself, um, I've been haunted since birth is how only I could really describe it. Um, going back as far as I can remember, I would see uh, spirit. Um, so for me, what that looked like would be I would see children the way they appeared at the moments of death. So that could be car accident, drowning, fire, oh shooting, whatever. Um, they would appear to me as the way they looked upon the moments of death. So. As a very young child, obviously that was that was quite terrifying. Sure. Uh, we didn't have all these uh, amazing paranormal uh, television shows to really turn on that. that oh, hey, I'm not going crazy, um, or to kind of understand some of it. Um, so uh, the, what I saw, they were very nonverbal. So um, I would say very visual, um, obviously very terrifying. Uh, I spent uh, a lot of my life just in fear of being alone because that's when these things would happen. Uh, I was psychologically evaluated from the ages of five all the way up to the ages of 14 years old. And then again, after I started with the sheriff's office in 2005. Um, so uh, the, the psychiatrist as a child, what they would tell me would be that, uh, tell my parents would be that uh, he's either really seeing these things um, or he has, or he believes he's seeing these things. Um, so something seems to be happening to him that we can't explain. Um, so with that being said, uh, I had a pretty good supportive, like, uh, mother and grandmother that kind of like didn't dismiss it for me. 
um, but they also couldn't provide me a lot of answers. Um, I really yeah. looked up to at a very young age, uh, people like Ed and Lorraine Warren. Um, they yeah. would have this Dateline 2020 type shows on the news and I'd record them on VHS and I would rewatch them over and over and over again until the tapes would break. Um, I'd clip out little articles that they would talk about hauntings and ghosts because it made me feel normal. Um, right. So as I got older, on August 13th of 1999, uh, I had a near-death experience. Um, I saw uh, what I believe the other side and was the spirit for a moment or a ghost rather. Um, and uh, I, I managed to come back. And with that, I got into uh, ministry uh, earlier on. I got kicked out of the church um, because of my beliefs in both uh, angels, demons, spirits, even though that sounds kind of you know ridiculous. I did. Um, I was kind of lost, didn't know where to go with all this. Started investigating the supernatural probably about in the late 1990s. Um, I wasn't using good practices and how I would get into locations back then. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously that has since changed. Uh, I met Marie in the early 2000s and pretty much screwed up her entire life after that <laughs> and introduced her to the hauntings. Um, so uh, I, I, I've definitely experienced paranormal phenomenon uh, my entire life. I continue to experience it today. Um, you get used to a lot of it, right? And you've learned to kind of deal and control some of it. Um, some of the darker stuff, the more malignant, um, the more demonic side of things um, is something that uh, is always going to be there with me. It's something that I've just uh, come to accept. Um, and and uh, instead of like uh, running from them, like I said, I just started chasing them um, as an investigator and hunter, right? So um, I say most of my passion these days is, is helping families, uh, mentoring new investigators coming into this field. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm still experiencing hauntings today within my own life, in my own personal life. Um, it, it is at times terrifying. You know, Marie, she knows full well. Um, I've been know. woken up several times at night. <laughs> um, seeing things, experiencing things, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been, it's, it's interesting. It kind of goes like in waves, you know, so right uh, right now things are kind of okay. Right. Uh, that could change tomorrow where things could turn very, very dark. Um, right. but, uh, uh, I suffer from night terrors. I suffer from, huh. uh, anxiety, um, from a lot of the stuff that I've seen. And uh, I continue to see even today, but I've kind of learned with the help of my faith and, and my wife here, uh, that balancing act between both the living and the dead and, and how to kind of understand what kind of triggers things. And, and for one thing that we've learned uh, over the years is that fear responses to a lot of this stuff is just like we're gas stations to these guys, right? Um, and, and one thing I try to avoid is, is the forever menacing Mr. Potato Head ghost, right? To where uh, you start like uh, imagining it being the worst thing, and then finally it is, right? Like a poltergeist. Right. Um, so it's I, I've learned how to control it uh, a bit um, with my own emotions and whatnot, feeding it. Um, but uh, I, I would be a liar if I didn't say that uh, you know I don't still from time to time uh, have situations that uh, completely terrify me to death. But uh, I just have to rebound, and that's what I have my beautiful wife here for. Well, my question to you is, like, do you think that maybe at some point you ended up with some type of PTSD from this? 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, my wife would probably say, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, definitely uh, probably that. And then uh, with law enforcement. And working law enforcement. And all yeah. So I might officially be crazy now. When I'm we go to a, a, a restaurant... <laughs> I know where he has to sit. He cannot sit. That's, that's the law enforcement. I like it. that has to be it has to be in a spot where no one else can walk behind him. And then working yeah. law enforcement. Yeah. That's actually. I have a lot of friends that have been that that have done military tours yeah. of duty yeah. in combat areas. They will say the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They cannot. They have to sit with their back up against the wall. Usually, preferably a corner where they can see everything. And nobody can take them by surprise. And they will watch every single thing, every single person. You could probably, if I would give a good guesstimate, could probably surmise the whole crowd and be able to tell things, okay, they're doing this, they're doing that. I I would pretty much understand. Yeah, my my father, my father's like that, 22 years in the military. And when we used to go out to eat, he always had, he always had his, you know, his back to a wall because he didn't want anybody behind him. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's stuff like that. That's, you know, it, but it's, it's, you know, we understand, you know, it, it's one of those mm-hmm. things. It's just, you know, with you going through all that, Jay, from being a youngster, you know, I would have to think there's some things that just don't settle with you. Just I can't imagine being a psychic medium. I can't imagine seeing dead people the way you see dead people or have seen dead yeah. people. That you know, would be terrifying. That's sense kind of stuff, right? You know that, right? Yeah, it's definitely. Um, you know, a little bit lately, from the movie. It, it, I mean, uh, it's. It, I see stuff pretty clearly um, for the most part. Um, sometimes, of course, I see the shadows, or I'll see silhouettes, or I'll mm-hmm. see patterns, which tell me a story. Um, I don't <laughs> claim to be like a psychic or a medium or any of this. Right. I mean, like. It is what it is, man. There's too much like liability and too much expectation. If I started saying right. that, that um, dog but, is loving it right now. Maria is giving that dog the attention. I just it's so funny because I feel like, especially since he's been talking about his experiences, she had to be there. Very smart. Well, she's yeah. sort of like her, his uh, service dog and everything. It's. Yeah. <laughs> Those two are never that far away from each other. Yeah, she's definitely. Look at her; she's loving it. She's loving no, it. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. She's a big baby. Yeah, uh, it... mommy when she's sick. <laughs> yeah, isn't that how Just things like go? Well, you've been kind of put in that place anyway, Marie, where you take care of everybody because you're taking care of Jay. You're taking care of, you know what I mean. You you came mm-hmm. into a marriage and a relationship of of supernatural stuff. I mean, to be honest with you and, and not having the love of that, you know, not being interested <laughs> in it and stuff like that. I would think that somebody would look at Jay and go, he's crazy. And he wouldn't even, you know, they wouldn't be there for him. You know, I they would have walked away. Why I haven't ran yet, but um, no, I mean, to be honest with you, I remember the first time he sat me down and told me all these stories that he's gone through. 
And anybody else would probably stare at him and like, you're such a liar. Because some <laughs> of the stories that he said, I'm like, oh my God. But to be honest with you, when you actually meet him in person, I always tell people, Jay, when you talk to him, you can see the honesty in his eyes. Like this man doesn't have any yeah. bone to lie. I mean, he's a very honest. That's the one thing Not about our relationship. Yeah, we both. I mean, I have to say this about our marriage is we're it, it's sometimes the downfall, but it's usually it's a good thing most of the time is we don't lie to each other about nothing. Um, so if I look fat in an outfit, he'll tell me I look fat in an outfit. So, I mean, but, I mean, I actually You're welcome, Marie. <laughs> but I mean, but that's how we are, and it's just like I knew he was telling the truth. And then after being with them, everything started happening. And I'm like, oh, my God. In fact, when we first got together, what kind of, like, helped us to kind of, her to understand me better is uh, her autistic son from a previous marriage um, was, you know, very gifted. I mean, uh, or cursed, whatever you want to say at the time. For him at the time. Um, but uh, he, he saw and, and, and heard spirit. Um, and... Uh, he was talking about things that he was seeing and I was actually seeing them myself. And, and that was a very difficult situation earlier on in our relationship to say, Hey, I know your son has autism, but he's actually telling the truth and that he, yeah, there, that there is actually a, a boy spirit in this home and mm -hmm. there is a man, uh, you know, his name is this, and he's calling this kid, this thing, Nicholas, that is his name. Um, and, uh, long story short with that, um, when we left that apartment um, and we moved into our first house together, the uh, what is it? The, uh, the 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 leasing agent or like the manager, apartment manager, actually told her and I, um, why is it that I, I couldn't believe you guys stayed in there as long as you did, specifically with her because she started there living there with just her and the kids. Um, and like, well, why is that? The, oh, because of what happened there, and validated the entire story about this man named Snake and this kid named Nicholas, and there was a. Uh, it was a murder-suicide that took place. Wow. But, I mean, like, our son had validated it already. I had already seen it. Um, so uh, that's actually that's an interesting story that's on a show that we did called Scariest Night of Our Lives. It's called Stephen's Imaginary Friend. Um, so if anyone are interested in looking at that, it, it talks a lot about mental illness and autism and translating with spirit and, and how our kind of story together got started. I, will I really like the way they did. I, I will say we've been able, with us being on TV and stuff, I've had so many people with uh, children with mental illness or autism reach out to me and say, hey, I need your help. And it's been a blessing. That's one thing I will say. I love helping people, especially children and the moms and the fathers um, out there. But I, I will say when it first started happening, I always tell them, because they always say, I feel like the worst mom in the world that I don't believe them. And I'm like, I didn't believe my son either. I thought it was his mental illness. I thought it was his autism. I didn't believe. And then when Jay came in, I it, it, it took me a little bit, but I was like, oh, crap, you know. And then when he started bonding with him more than he wanted, and he was a mama's boy, I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, I got to I'm like, wait a second. So, I mean, it, it takes a while. So I always want people to know, like, don't beat yourself up because you didn't right. believe it. You, can't I mean, do that. you just didn't know about it. You didn't, you weren't yeah. part of that. You, you know, you ignored it. Um, but it, it was just, it's something you learn. And now by trade, what I do is I work mental health and behavioral health. So I've actually sure. been that guy that, uh, like learned it. Doctors, uh, will actually give me a call. Um, and we'll have like meetings like under the radar 
like, you know, about children or adults that they're dealing with where they believe that they're not actually having a psychiatric episode, that they're actually seeing a physical manifestation of things. And they'll ask me for advice, but it's something that would never go to like a a network for a show or anything like that. Or Mm -hmm. I didn't really officially talk to you because it's, you know, but I mean, I've had countless conversations like that where like, hey, I cannot risk my credentials um, to get this information public. Um, But what can you tell me about this? Um, So it's definitely opened up different like uh, avenues for us to be able to reach um, you know, groups of people like her, her grandmother who suffered from dementia and Alzheimer's, um, similar situation to where her whole life never even believed in a ghost and then started having these, um, situations happen, which then we later validated was actually something that was happening. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just something, I don't know. It just kind of fell into our laps and it was the cards that I guess God dealt for us. Sorry. Our so cat and I, dog are fighting over yeah, here. There's a little oh fight. no. So I do have to say something. Um, so I had, I, I, I was like, uh, like my whole thing for school was psychology and you know, that was like my back thing. Right. But one of the, there's two things that I have learned from doing the work that I do with clients. One that especially children and adults that have any kind of ADD, ADHD are on the autism spectrum. They definitely are more prone to have these abilities uh, and gifts. It is it is my theory, and I will stick to it till the day I die because there are too many things that I have seen correlations of. Oh. I wish I could. I wish I had the credentials behind me because I would totally write a paper about it, and it would have validity. Number two, the the whole dementia and Alzheimer's thing is another thing where there is definitely correlation where there is, they are literally between two worlds, just like a psychic medium is between two worlds. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we've been doing a lot of our time on is, you know, just helping families and stuff since we've been, we've gone through it ourselves. I mean, honestly, like when we said, we talked earlier on about us with like paranormal consultations and counselors in a sense, Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't know. I don't know. We've kind of gotten to a point to where, yeah, we could go investigate a residential home, but it would hmm. probably be more beneficial for us to have coffee for an hour or sit exactly. down on Skype or Zoom and have a conversation. It would probably yeah. do you better. And we're not trophy like ghost hunters, yeah. right? So we're not trying to come to your house and get this trophy piece to put on television. So, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I think that sometimes that's missed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, especially with like residential. Cases. I know when we um, got to chat with Grant. Wilson, I mean, I will honestly say he even said it that he says that's a really good thing that we do is take them outside of the home and actually that's talk actually to something them. He does, he yeah, says. and he says he does that. He says it's good to get them out of that location, talk to them, right? And see their because when you're at that location with them, their heart rate is so high. If you actually exactly, you I was going to say the anxiety away from it, like it's calming them down. You're talking to them. Talk about the weather. Talk about you know Disneyland. Yeah. Talk about something else. And you know, and just you know, calm them down and relax, and then give them different methods. And that's right. what we do a lot of times. Honestly, I have so many friends. Um, I can consider my paranormal family in a way where they're able to call me at any. I mean, as much as they need to, and I Skype or call and talk to them and everything like yeah. that. So. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really think that that's one of those things that everybody investigates different. And, you know, if you take that little extra step, you know, and, and do something like that, it, it does help them. I mean, this is the whole point when, when somebody calls you and says, Hey, I have an issue. I have a problem. I have something going on. You know, I, I'll be honest with you. I've never done that, but that's an amazing technique that would help calm them down to where you mm-hmm. could probably get some more information that you probably wouldn't have yeah. gotten if you were in their own home talking to them because they're so the anxiety and all that stuff that's happening. So, you know, that's, that's just another step forward of saying, Hey, we care, you know, and, and that's, that's a great, great. And that's something I may have to add to our little thing as well. You know, I mean, Cindy and Mm -hmm. I did one not too long ago. We actually sat in the home with them, sat at the table for a good while and just talked, just talked you know, and you know, it was a good feeling. That there's more, there's more evidence to be captured. And, and this is the biggest problem I see with investigators these days, especially like this newer generation that are, you know, the YouTube channels first, the teacher, right. second, the website's mm-hmm. third, and then they try to figure out how to investigate later. I mean, like <laughs> they go in like in this tactical SWAT team and shit into these places. Like they're going to mm-hmm. freaking like, you know, like subdue a perp, you know, like in, in the hallway and like, I've had better evidence and, and better outcomes on investigations by doing what you just said is, yeah. is forgetting the fact that we're investigating yeah. and yeah. forgetting the fact that we're researching and to yeah. sit down and have a conversation. Because a lot of times when you're shotgunning these questions, these ghosts or spirits or whatever it is, like they, they don't want to, I mean, ghosts are people too. Like that shit's annoying. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like and a lot, I get annoyed by it. So I'd imagine yeah. that a lot of the, but if you just sit down have a regular conversation that's when that normalcy comes back to that home or that location. And that's when these things start to interact a whole lot more. Um, and, and, you know, put all your toys up and just talk, man. You know? Yeah. Could you, could you imagine, let's just put, let's just think about it this way. Could you imagine a perfect stranger coming into your house and verbally assaulting you, engaging you, trying to piss you off, getting in your face, could you imagine that? Right. Definitely. Okay, just because I'm dead, that's exactly what you're doing. Yep. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's how we have to think about it. And it just really frustrates me because I can, I know it sounds crazy, ludicrous, but when I watch a TV show, especially a, a paranormal TV show or anything like having to do with people that have passed on, especially a paranormal show, where they are provoking like so much. I mean, like, would you go into a human being's home and start doing that? No, you would have the police called on you. Yeah. And I don't understand why it's okay to do it. Right. Because it's a person who's passed. They were human. They they used to be here too. Well, these people are going to have a lot to answer to on the other side. That's my big thing. Like, I've yeah. been to a lot of haunted places, experienced a lot of paranormal, and, and come in contact with a lot of spirits, ghosts, or whatever. I don't yeah. want these guys mad at me when I cross over. You know what I mean? Thank so, you. I mean, like, right. I don't want that reputation because, um, right. like I said, ghosts are people too, and, and we forget exactly. that in, in the process, you know? Well, yeah. I, I, I do, like, when I try to train new investigators, I, I usually throw this at them. I say, it's not a ghost aquarium. It's not where you can go in there and just view what you want to view, say what you want to say. And, you know, there's, it's not, it's not a ghost aquarium. 
Uh, oh, <laughs> I like nice. that. I could use that at Boulder nice. City. Uh, I have people. I ain't got nobody. Well, when we go out there, we sometimes um, volunteer and help throughout the day. And then you right. for once. And people come up, I didn't see no ghosts. Nothing happened. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I want to say, well, I'm sorry that I didn't have the ghost on a string and doing everything you want. I'm like. They yeah, a carrot on a string, you know, just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, no, it's not a it's not a ghost aquarium. I mean, and that's, that's one of those things. It's like, and that's why I tell investigators, if you're going into a location, first and foremost, don't go in there thinking that the damn place is haunted because yep. you don't know. Yep. And, and and you're setting your you're setting yourself up already. Yeah. You know, um, if you're going to go into a location without any uh, prior knowledge of the location or you know history or so on and so forth, that's fine. But make sure that when you're done, you come back out and you validate by doing the research and the work. Because there are a lot of teams out there that just mm -hmm. go in for the hunt, try and do the investigation, come back out, and they think they're done. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Nope. Yeah. You know. You know, if you're only there to get scared, well, then, you, you know, I don't know what to tell you. You're not, you're not, I don't want to say this, but I'm gonna, you're not real paranormal investigators. You're not real ghost hunters. Because to me, being somewhat professional and being real, quote unquote, is you're doing, you're taking the steps. You're taking the steps to make this, you know, you're helping the people. You're trying to find out what's really going on. You know, you're doing your research. You're, you know, and, and, and. I just wish more people would listen. You know, I mean, we have to, I mean, most of our conversations on it has been about, you know, what we should be doing, you know, and, and it's true, you know, it's, and I feel like a broken record sometimes, especially on Paratalk Radio, where I'm mentioning the same thing over and over and over. But if I don't do it, you know, I'm. I feel like if I can reach one person with what I'm saying, then hopefully their investigations will be better. You know what I mean? I, I always say, everybody always asks me one of the questions we always get asked. What would you say to somebody that wants to get into the paranormal field? Don't do residential cases. I mean, do not jump into doing residential cases. You want to, uh, people say, well, that's why I got in there to help people. Well, then why don't you learn for yourself first? Go yeah. out and start going. There's so many ghost tours, ghost haunt locations, so many events, so many paracons. Start going to those first. Meet up with a local paranormal team. Go out with them several times. Yep. You know, I'm not saying join them. I'm just saying go out with them. Go learn. See other methods of everybody. I mean, and do that kind of stuff. Research for yourself first before you do anything with residential. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because your first, your first and foremost thing is they're contacting you and you're supposed to go there and help. And the yep. only way that's going to happen is if you educate yourself. So yep. that's why with training, like for me, Training is very, very, very important. It's it's yeah. number one. And I'll be honest with you, it's very hard to get people, especially the newer generation that wants to do this. I'll give them a, a like a, a disc, a DVD of all this information to watch, to listen, to pay attention to. And you know how many times they take it and they don't watch it? They can't come back and answer any questions. They don't really know. And so you feel like you're always, you know, moving forward two steps, but then taking a step back because... They're not doing the work that you did. It's it's almost like there's nobody as good as me. You know what I mean? It's you you actually think this. It's like why can't all these other people do what I'm doing? Why can't they just think about this first before they jump right in? You it's, know, it's it's weird because my husband and I, 
we're raising one of those new generation kids. And they honestly, I, I, I call him a snowflake because he melts on departure. I mean, a lot of his friends do. I call him snowflakes. I'm like, you net new generation, you just melt under any kind of pressure. And you think, oh, I'm done. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. But I mean, so I call them snowflakes. But I, I mean, and my own son is like that. But I will say they honestly, they give up and they know it all. They know everything. They do not want to take any advice. They know it all. Um, you watched a YouTube video and now I'm a paranormal investigator. Yeah. They look at it and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. No. Actually, that happened with our 20 uh, year old son is he, uh, all of a sudden he was like, uh, he came to us or to me, he was talking to me. Oh, I'm a paranormal investigator, dad. And I'm like, oh, really? Are you? Well, what makes you a paranormal investigator? <laughs> you and mom? And then I'm like, no. <laughs> no, that's not how it works, honey. No, that's no, no, not, no, no, no. So, I mean, and we've definitely, like, at the age of 14, he got in trouble. Actually, I got in trouble. We were doing an event at a big factory that's haunted. And he was supposed to be just there kind of, like, helping out a little bit, not really ghost hunting. And he had gotten, like, no, he wasn't allowed to put ghosts on at all. He wasn't allowed to ghost on at all. She said that, at least. And he ended up, I found him <laughs> in a dark corner in the basement with an audio recorder in an, uh, an EMF detector. And he was, like, talking to himself, I thought. And I, when I walked up on him, I realized he was doing an EVP session. And I'm like, if your mom finds out about this, you know that I'm going to be the one that gets in trouble. And he's like, well, you showed me how to do it. And I'm like, I don't know when I showed you how to do that because you're not supposed to interview with Dad. I see you. You do TV. And I go out to these events, and I know how to do it. And then, uh, then mom finally, after she got done yelling at me for like two days, decided to finally start letting him, you know, come out with us slowly. Um, yeah. It comes to a lot of the events that we host and whatnot. Um, and, and, and really like, you know, getting his feet wet with stuff. But uh, I think we're harder to, on him than we are anyway. Yes, so. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I know what we did, what we do. I didn't want my kids to feel pressure that they had to be part of it. My oldest son looks at us like we're crazy. My 27-year-old, like, nope, nothing to do with us. Um, he, he's proud of us. He's like, oh, mom, love you guys. Love, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. One of our biggest fans, but nope, we'll have nothing to do with it. Our yeah. autistic son, he has abilities. But my youngest, it was really hard. I didn't want, he's very wants to be just like dad. So I didn't want him to be around dad <laughs> every aspect of dad's life on stuff. So I tried to keep him away because I wanted him to be him instead of dad. So even though it would be a good thing, I'm glad our son is like you. So. I, I With family, for me, it's like being around this like 36 years now. It's like with my family, it's like they'll constantly ask me questions or I'll get a phone call. Hey, can you come to my house? I got this going on. And then the younger the younger kids, like the teens and stuff like that, will come in. It's like, I'm really interested in this. Can you train me? Can you... Can you show me how to do this stuff? And it's like, get permission from your mom and dad, you mm -hmm. know, and if they allow it, then I will show you some stuff and then we'll bring you into this slowly. You know, I mean, education is important for me when it comes to paranormal investigation. So that's like the first place that I send them is like, this is how I started out. I did all the research and I educated myself. So that meant book, newspaper clippings, watching TV you know, as in like in search of, or, you know, all these different things. I mean, they, but today they have so much more that they could look at, you know, than when I started out and, you know, we had Hans Holzer, you know, when, when I, you know I mean? That's what I had. Um, yeah. So there's, there's, so there's so many things that, that we can teach them today and real quick, uh, uh, it, 
it kind of blew me away, um, as in like upset blew me away. But I had a I had a person that was with me for I don't know probably did a half a dozen investigations, and <laughs> we went to a location. We were there probably two hours, and this person comes up to me and says, "Well, I don't even know why we're here. There's nothing here. I can tell you right now, there's nothing here." Um. Okay, the investigation isn't over with. How do you know this? Well, come on, nothing's happened. We haven't seen or heard anything. Blah, blah. I'm like, that doesn't mean that there's nothing here. Ghosts don't come out on command. They don't, you know what I mean? It's one of those things. You have to finish the investigation. If we've caught something, great. If not, we go back. That's how this works, right. you know? And it really upset me that this person wanted to tear down, in fact, started tearing down equipment and everything without even talking to me and said, we're not doing anything here. So let's move on. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. I'm like, you don't know what you're doing. You you just don't. Yeah. So everything that we've talked about and we've <laughs> researched and, and so on and so forth, it's just gone right out the window. Yeah. You know? And it, it just, it amazes me. I mean, if, if somebody young enough, if somebody's really into um, true paranormal investigation, being a real investigator, wanting to help people, wanting to find answers, is there life after death? The whole, the whole schmeal, the whole thing, then they would take the time to educate themselves. They would take the time to do their research. They would take the time to to just get out there and, and hands-on it with other teams, with other people, get the experience. You know what I mean? And it's just amazing how people think they know it all and they don't have to do it. And, and, and it happens a lot. It does. We do ghost tours um, like twice a month or once a month um, at Vulture City Ghost Town. And I will honestly tell you, we have to tell people right at the beginning, we are not going to guarantee you that you're going to have any activity tonight. That's right. Or nothing's going to happen. We're not puppet Yeah, I mean, we have to remind you because people are like, well, nothing happened. I'm like, well, we can't make things happen. I mean, it's just something. Well, like, we could make things happen, but it'd be a pretty shitty tour. Yeah, I mean, it's like. and bullshit. Yeah, so it's like. Yeah, it'd be fake. Be natural. And to be honest yeah. with you, with us telling people this, Almost every tour that we do, people catch evidence by photos, audio, video, yep. all the time. And it's because we tell people. We change their expectation yeah. immediately yeah. when that, that expectation's not there. We literally do probably once, almost every tour, I'll get a photograph piece at least or an audio piece or a short video clip of like a partial body apparition um, or wow. a shadow figure passing. I mean, it, it's like clockwork. But I mean, again, this is a fucking 30, 30 acre, 16 buildings, giant property with, you know. Listen, I'm in, next time I come to Arizona, I'm going to take my bestie and we're going to come with you guys <laughs> to Vulture City. And so go. I'm supposed to be there in September in Arizona. We'll be here. We will so, be here. Uh, come visit. I've been I've been to Tombstone with my bestie and we we were not disappointed. We had a great time in Tombstone. Tombstone's amazing. It I was always go to Tombstone to investigate, but I always end up in Big Nose Kate's drinking beer and I forget why I came there. What was the last part? Me of Jerome. I love Jerome, Arizona. Go there to Ghost Hunt because it's amazing. You you don't even have to be in a building in Jerome. Just walk the streets. Jerome is another you, one wine, that I want to go to. The wine is amazing there. You forget everything when you get there. Yeah. 
Oh, so you started drinking? Is that what you were saying, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. So, That's yeah, Well, we never go anywhere on vacation unless it's a haunted. I mean, our kids right. won't even let us. I mean, for yeah. my son, the, uh, it's anything, birthday, graduation, anything, it has to be a haunted location. We tried to take him to Disneyland, and it was like the worst miserable time he ever had. And then we told him, like, hey, it's one of the haunted locations. And then he was excited. So it's like <laughs> we had to bring that kind of aspect into our life. Because we have a he's weird not, family. Yeah, we have a weird family. Our kids are nah, nah. just doing other stuff. I get it. Okay. No, no, I think we all get it. I mean, mine's the same way. I mean, we just, I, I eat, breathe, and shit, paranormal ghosts, Bigfoot, UFOs. I mean, and, and people go, why are you so weird? And it's like, for me, I'm normal. You're the weird one. How do you not see this or hear this or feel this? Or, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, uh, I, I just walk a different path than you. That's all. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I love it when, because on the side of my truck, it says Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigator. So I'll pull in someplace that's amazing. People will go, yeah. really? Are you really a paranormal investigator? And they'll come up and start asking me questions and tell me their stories and, and stuff like that. It's the coolest job. And I'm just like, yeah, well, you know, it can be. I mean, but there's a lot of things you don't know about it. And they're like, oh, well, I see it on TV. And that's one of the biggest misconceptions. It's like, yeah. it's not like TV. There are similarities. But it's not the same. They're not showing you the the twenty five hours of reviewing video that you have, you right. know, and, and falling asleep at the Falling counter, asleep reviewing. Or How many times you had to go back to that place to get that audio. Well, yeah, we recently yeah. filmed something like uh, late last year uh, for a TV show. I won't say the show or whatever, but uh, you know, it's on the schedule post. But uh, it literally, we filmed. It was ninety hours of filming, right? The whole week. Oh, 90, ninety hours! hours. Oh, Jesus, it's something ridiculous. And it was for like a forty-minute TV show, which of that TV <laughs> show only had about what a minute or two of even them leading up to showing what evidence was captured. You yeah. know, so people just don't know. And then not well, to mention thousands of cameras. Cindy and I know that firsthand with Ghost Nation because we yeah. did one with Jason and a, a whole week, a whole week of just cameras following you and, and right. the countless hours. And then, you know, I'm glad that I'm, I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm so glad I do not have to sit there and review all of this stuff. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is. It's a lot. I think you know, I mean, we have people like, oh, I want to do that. What's on TV? And I'm like, OK, well, number one. It's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You might want to get a very good job. But remember, yeah. you know, and everybody's like, well, why do you ghost hunt at night? Because we always tell people you can find ghosts during the day, too. And I would oh, say, Oh, I love that. that yeah. I would say, well, ghost hunters, it costs so much money for us to do. So we have daytime jobs. So we can only do it at night. <laughs> well, say. actually, it's funny because we get that question all the time. Yeah. And, and I tell them that here is the truth when it comes to ghost hunting at night. Sure, it can be because we have jobs, but it's also the fact this is that it's quieter. There's less yeah. traffic. There, traffic. There's more chances of you of catching something that you wouldn't during the day because of less noise. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Less person noise. going in and out and, and, and so oh, on yeah. and so forth. So, And when you get noise, oh, that noise you just heard was Teddy farting. Uh, it is what? <laughs> All right, so here's a question from Barry Martz. He says, so uh, and off the wall question what type of ore were mined in the state of arizona in the 1800s there are probably paranormal activity at those locations too because of the lack of safety no osha back then 
mine? Well, there was a lot of copper because I think in is Jerome copper, one of them gold, that had copper. Silver. Yeah, Boulder yeah, City Ghost Town right now um, on the other property, it's an active gold mine. So um, that's one thing um, that's activating a mm -hmm. lot of all of our energy and uh, what's going on in Vulture City Ghost Town because it's split property now. So the owners of the Vulture City Ghost Town that's restoring the ghost town, it, you know, is restoring that. But right next to the fence is an active gold mine and they're digging into the ground. So a lot of people don't get that. But yeah, gold, copper, and silver is the yeah. three and, biggest things here. Yeah, well, and uh, in Ajo, Arizona, that's where we get the stone, Ajoite, because it is literally like... Um, the I think it is the quartz that is uh, uh that melts with the copper runoff and so it it creates this beautiful blue um parts in the stone and it's just absolutely gorgeous. Well, I know that uh here in New York, um, there's a couple mines I can't remember what they were pulling out of it, but um, there's a mine up um Oakfield Way where there was people that actually had died in the mine and it's now a haunted that area is actually very haunted because of people dying in the mine um and you know it's amazing that that you have to stop and think that um any place where there's such businesses as mines gold mines uh no matter what it is when they're digging and where where the risk of people dying is higher than normal that yeah. there are things that are going to be to be happening there i mean it's it's i i've heard of fire departments their their firehouses being haunted because they've lost you know firefighters oh, i mean Absolutely. there's yeah there are so many places now i've said i said i've heard and that's because of the fact is is that no matter what we're saying here folks about ghosts and spirits and so on and so forth there is no proof whatsoever that any of this exists we can't prove it Okay, we oh, can't prove it, I need proof. but but we can say that there is evidence out there. What we consider evidence, whether it be our own personal experiences or things that we capture on video or camera or audio devices, um, and there are still people in science and so on and so forth that say that's not proof. But I think that once you get you know a million people saying that their place is haunted or there's so many haunted locations across the world, there's got to be something to it, folks. So mm -hmm. keep that in mind as well. Don't always look so narrow at, at this stuff. Kind of get a wider scope and do some research for yourself if you're really interested because, you know, we're going to continue to ghost hunt. We're going to continue to be paranormal investigators no matter what because I think the drive that we have is this A, we want to know if there truly is life after death. B is there's too many people that claim this stuff happens not to do something about it. We, we, we Some of us just have that curiosity that we want to find this. We, we want to experience this. We want to prove or disprove that it exists or doesn't exist. So there's a lot of stuff there that we need to, you know, I think they froze. Jay and Marie. Oh, yeah. Uh oh, there they are. Okay. Yeah, you froze on us. But yeah, so there are so many things there, folks, that, you know, just keep in mind, have a wider scope of looking at things because.
There's just so much out there that we still can't explain in this world. And someday, hopefully, we will be able to say, yes, it exists, or no, it doesn't. I mean, they're making and leaps and bounds in the Bigfoot and UFO stuff. I mean, look at the government with everything that they're coming out with. And, you know, we just saw some stuff put out there where police departments and military um, places have said that they've known about Bigfoot for years. They have proof. Yep. But okay. think about it this way. Is just in this last year alone, how many people have experienced paranormal activity that they didn't normally experience because they weren't home during the day? Yeah. And now they're they're having things and realizing that there's a lot more going on and there's been a lot more people that have been opened uh, in this last year than there were before. And that's funny because that's how we started out this whole thing tonight was talking about COVID and what what has happened to mm-hmm. um, this awakening, you know, that people are finally starting to realize that, hey, there, there could be something to this, you know? I think a lot of people through COVID is, I mean, it was a devastating thing. So many people lost their lives. Yeah. Um, it was, a, I mean, yeah. just sad, um, everything all around it, but a lot of people I will say is it made families get closer. Um, cause you had to be at home with them. Um, you or, or run away. Or run away some, <laughs> I heard some actually ran away from each other, but I'm just saying you were more closer with people at your home. Um, you were like being bonded and all that kind of stuff. So you're not going to like everybody does goes to the bars, goes to uh, concerts, goes to the movie theater, goes to all the malls. Well, none of that was open for anybody. So everybody was sitting at the table or sitting at the couch or wherever, eating dinner together because you were making Mm -hmm. dinner at home. You were doing all that kind of stuff. So I think a lot more people had time to chat, actually sit down, relax, and, you know, just calm down. I think Mm -hmm. a lot more people, I know we've got a lot more calls. Like, oh, my God, something's going on in my house. And I'm like, yeah, because yeah. you never paid attention to it before. So right. because you were, you were so um, American, Americans or all people actually around the world are so yeah. busy. I yeah. mean, and yeah. actually calmed down throughout the whole world. Hello, yeah. Gina. Gina uh, is, is joining us here as well. Hello, Gina. Uh, you know, what's amazing is, and this is something that I've seen also decline since we're talking the generalization here of, of, of ghosts and so on and so forth as well. Is re- I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I know that I have. Hello, Hi, Mr. Danny. Daniel Class. There's Danny. We were talking about you, my friend. That's awesome. Yeah, very. That's awesome. Very, the whole para community came together for that roof. That's amazing. When I was stuff. Oh yeah, Danny. When I was a kid, we used to do a lot of, um, you know, through school or churches or whatever. They did a lot of camping. They took it off and they did the ghost stories. They did the, you know, just even families themselves. I mean, they got their family together, went out, and they told ghost stories. You used to hear that stuff all the time. I don't hear that anymore. You know, because families have become so busy yeah. with their lives and, and mom and dad have to work and then the child has to work to help mom and dad. I mean, we're, we're at a point in, in our civilization where we're so busy that we miss things all the time. Well, your faces are usually on your cell phone going like this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will say I think a lot more families put those down a little bit. Well, you know, you know, Marie, that ghost finder, it works pretty good, you know. (laughs) 
<laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Don't use that stuff. Jesus. Um, hello, Sheridan. Hello, Sheridan. Hello, Michelle Provost. Um, yes, thank you guys for popping in here, and Gina. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's amazing how busy our lives have gotten that you know we do miss that stuff. And then because of the pandemic, people were staying home because of this year. They started to realize, hey, there's shit going on in my home that I never noticed before. 1003. Time check. Oh, oh my God, this has gone by so fast. I didn't even get a commercial in or nothing. Wow. Because we have Dom's show right up. His yeah, show starts now Dom's too. Um, and he's got uh he's got a paranormal thing going on in his show tonight mm -hmm. too. But guys, I, I you know, I'm sorry that we have to cut it short, but say, you know, let's get let's get you back again. Let's have some more fun and chat and all well, that we stuff. Would and absolutely love to chat with you guys and hopefully we'll be able to come to the next Paracon with you guys too. That so, would be amazing. I would love to. It's just I don't know how it would get there because I'm taking care of my parents full time, so it's not like I can just leave. Wait, you which know, one so did you guys just take, Marie? The uh, the Vulture City Paracon. Yeah, Vulture City. A oh, Vulture City. Oh, yeah. when is that? Um, October eighth through the tenth. Ooh, so God, that would be so nice. That would be so great. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay, oh, guys. Froze again. Scary. No. Part. All right. So, anyways, uh, guys, check out their website. It's uh, the Yates Family Haunting .com. Check out them. You know, reach out to them. They're great people. I'm sure that if they had any if you have any questions, you got something going on in your home. If you're near them, and I'm sure that they would reach out to you and and all that as well. Um, these these people are great. We love these people. They're they're our oh, favorites. You guys are great too. You guys do amazing yep. work um, where you guys are at. We appreciate it. All you guys. Absolutely. I mean, the you guys are a wonderful um, part of the paranormal community. Well, thank you. We do oh, appreciate that. Thank you so, you so much. much. We, we, we try right. to keep, I mean, one of the things about being a paratalk, you know, radio, <laughs> that's funny, um, is that a paranormal talk radio show is, is to educate and to bring people on and to show that there's more out there. And, you know, we're a little kooky sometimes, a little weird, a little off the wall, a little, you know, some of us have truck driver mouths, but you know, but anyways, I love you, Cindy Poo Poo. Um, That's okay. I'm okay with it. I'm there okay you go. So, but guys, um, real quick, <laughs> other than your website, what do you got coming up that some people can come and see you at? Do you have any events coming up soon? Uh, definitely uh, check out VultureCityParacon.com. That's VultureCityParacon.com. That's the conference that we have going on October 8th through the 10th. Uh, lots of speakers from all over the place, including John Zaffis, Patty Majiri, Marie and I, of course, will be there, and like 20 other people. Uh, Michelle LeBaron, Lisa. Uh, we're also going yeah. to be at the, uh, I can't even say that, uh, a paranormal <laughs> forum out in Washington. Um, that's coming up, um, but uh, definitely. Uh, it's going to be August uh, 28th. Um, wait, August 29th, ain't it? I don't know. Yeah. Where is that we're one? Terrible. It's a bad. And then we have the Texas Paracon, um, or uh, Dallas Paracon, I'm sorry, yeah. Dallas Paracon, we're going to be at as well. Um, then we're going to be out in, um, you're gonna, in the east side, um, we'll be a Mass Paracon um, with Sam and them. Um, nice. The last weekend of September. Um, nice. So we're excited about being out there seeing everybody yes. again, so it's gonna be nice so um but yeah i mean it's been it's 
thing. Um, we actually are working on a little project um, that we can't actually say much more about yeah. it. But yeah. we can't we understand that. Don't know about it. So. Well, you know, we love you guys, and you know, yeah. it, actually, you know, Marie, if you can get me over your schedule, I don't mind throwing it up on the, um, on the feed. You know, I could throw it up there if anybody's interested. I could do that for you. Um, and anything else that you want me to throw up, and then we'll stay in touch, and we'll get you back up here again. Hopefully, not a year and a half away, like sooner than <laughs> than later. But um, gets away from everybody. But hey, oh man, hey, you know, I'm it's been crazy. You but you guys are awesome. Yeah. Well, we do appreciate that, and and we think we think this we think the same of you. So we just love it. So, all right, uh, Cindy, real quick. All right, guys, thank you. Guys, um, All right, so real quick, Cindy, what do you got coming up uh, this week before we move along and get out of here? This week is tomorrow is a Tarot Tuesday, aka Taco Tuesday, which Teddy likes to say. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find me on YouTube only, which is The Psychic Cindy on YouTube and also PBDC TV YouTube. Um, you can find me on both of those channels tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Thursday, it is my Just Cindy podcast at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on WLFE-DB.com and also... Uh, on YouTube, and also uh, my The Psychic Cindy on YouTube. Awesome. Yeah. Well, me, I'm just doing the norm. That's it. Um, Teddy's just doing the norm. Nothing special going on this week whatsoever for me. Um, just doing what I have to do. So, um, guys, thank you so much for joining us here tonight and um, hanging out with us. <laughs> hang out with us and Jay and Marie Yates. Yeah. I mean, we love those people. They're great people. And, and thank you so much for joining us and hanging out with us. Yeah, thank uh, you Bonnie, so I want to say, I want to say, Bonnie, thank you for reaching out. I have not seen or heard from you in a long time. That's great. Yeah. Um, That's there's awesome. so many people. I would love to see uh, more people like that joining us. And, and uh, thank yeah. you so much. That is, that is freaking amazing. Ooh, you're cutting out a little bit, my friend. All right. So. And freezing. I'm Cindy. ready. Teddy. Wherever there is darkness, there is always the light. Thank you for listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy. Catch us next Monday for another fantastic guest. Please check out our show as well as others on the WLFE DB Radio Network. And remember, like, follow, and share with everyone. Join us at WLFE-DB.com for upcoming shows and so much more. Rochester Winter Parafest is back March 25th, 26th, and 27th of 2022. Come say hi to Naked and Afraid celebrities Melanie Elizabeth and Trent Nielsen, Haunted Case Files Jack Kenna, Monster Quest Steve Coles, and more. This event has it all, paranormal investigators, UFO researchers, Bigfoot researchers, and even photo opportunities for the kids with Buddy the Bigfoot. Oh, okay, adults too. Come on down and get a tattoo from Ink Master Tony DeVille. There are psychic gallery and individual readings as well as radio personalities, authors, jewelry, makeup artists, and so much more. It's only $15 per person and children under 10 are free. 
March 25th, 26th, and 27th of 2022. For more information, go to WLFE-DB.com. Yes, Winter Parafest is back. Valley Oak Event Center, Geneseo, New York, next to Dennis. <laughs>